Welcome to the Eurovision Division Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all 40 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. And I am your sickly Victorian child, Mira. Uh, yeah, well, we were we were due one. We say this every year, but there's gonna be one where Mira's voice is completely fucked. Which is absolutely bad on account even of more the than illness. It, even more than it usually is. Hey! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's also, every year we're recording way too late and the last episode we're really we're having to push it, so for me to get sick the week before Eurovision felt very bad. It felt very Not bad. Your fault. My, I haven't breathed properly for the past three days, um, and now my nose is doing a very fun thing where it makes a whistling noise when I breathe out, and I hope the microphone can pick it up. so bad. It's very good when you laugh. Uh, the silver lining uh, in all that is you look fantastic. Do I? You look beautiful. You always love me when I look sick. Yeah, because like you have you have little regard for like the natural curve of your hair, which looks very beautiful when you're like a little when know, it's messy, a little tired and it's a little messy, but still like accidentally very glamorous. Honey. We're on the podcast. Oh, sorry. I just flirting with me. I like just that. thought I, I should uh, say that you look good. Um, to, to paint a picture for the audience. <laughs> it's also that like my whole face is very puffy and red, and that's yeah, just a natural blush. It's very <laughs> just a natural blush. It's just like, babe, are you wearing makeup? And she's like, no, I'm sick. I'm very sick. No, I'm just sick. <laughs> I don't have COVID. I tested and I don't have COVID. It's just a cold and pollen and I don't know what else, but Jesus Christ, do I feel like shit. Well, maybe these songs will cheer you up. This uh, this will have to be the last episode that we do this year. That's term- not going to cheer me up. It's going to make me really sad. Well, well, well it's going to cheer me up because we... I managed to do it almost on time. Yes, of. well, we will have 40 songs, and you'll be able to listen to all 40 of these songs after after tonight. Right, and then I can make a final ranking. You can listen to them uh, in any shuffled order. I don't know if you've already been doing that. I've been I've been shuffling. Okay. I've, I've, every day I've been shuffling, as they say in the can song. We give, can we get a little tease out there of, of whether there's something that you have started routinely skipping? Or if you have not reached that phase, or if you're trying to give the fair shake, or not yet. I've been trying to give the fair shake. I've also, yeah, I I haven't listened to all of them many times over. I think I'm like on the third still okay listen i i skip subwoofer and uh, the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, the I'm with him song is truly poison in my ears. I really can't listen to it. For even a second. I I know I know that that is the case for you. The the song that makes me really sad is the cowboy song. Is I hope because it's so bad. It's just heroes, but then it ends in that I hope I hope. I hope, which is really catchy and fun. So I have to listen to it to get to that point. But I'm not enjoying it. No. Oh. That's too bad. It's, yeah. No, that is yeah. That is a song where you're like, no, wait, there is a good part in this. No, wait, this part is really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, we'll see. We'll uh, see if it, how that develops, I suppose. Yeah, and I think I have a, a shared. Well, I think I'm not going to reveal my first place yet. Oh. Um, okay. Well, no, I don't. Keep I don't, that for the for the. Final I don't think episode. I know, so I'll. Uh, I'll be very excited to find out what it is. I'll pull out my notes at some point. And maybe your first your first place is yet to be heard. That's true. It's weird because like it's still the Netherlands and France and God damn it, I have to do this every year, don't I? Every year I'm like, what other countries have we not listened to? And I never know. I never know it. Well, let's start off with that first one you mentioned, the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, and the last theme that we have here is... Haven't heard from you in a while. That's right. We haven't heard from you in a while, um, or we haven't heard you in a while, would perhaps be more accurate. Um, so what, yeah, what have you been imagining for that theme? Well, I was thinking it's just 
people who were in the Eurovision Song Contest a long time ago and are now coming back. But then you kind of squashed that last episode? Quenched? No. Squanched? I really don't know what you're trying to say, but like, yes. Yeah, so now I'm like, are they just old artists that are coming back after retirement or <laughs> are there just like one one last song or I don't know are they people who aren't singers who were in the masked singer or some I am, shit I I love I love like all of the all of the thoughts you're having here but you're on the wrong track because this theme has nothing to do with the people singing the song but rather what's being sung. Uh, oh! As you have already heard from the Netherlands... Wait, is it native languages? Uh, they are singing in a language that, you know, they haven't sang in for a while. Yeah, wait, yeah, no, native languages wouldn't... France does French all so, the time. So the Netherlands uh, hasn't sung in Dutch uh, since 2000 and. Ten. What was the song? In 2010, they sang Shalali Shalala. That was Seneca singing a song there written by Pierre Gartner, better known as Vader Abraham. Vader Abraham, <laughs> wow. Um, in, it, 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 it was the first time the Netherlands had sent a Dutch song since before that, 1998. So that is to say the Netherlands haven't sent a good Dutch song since 1998. <laughs> Uh, so that's a long time since their language has been, you know, properly represented at Eurovision. I mean, what's the last time we did a Dutch song? Uh, I'm gonna say that's 1996, Liefde is in Lisa Delbo. Okay, but Liefde is in Kaartspel is one of my favorite songs, though. Yeah, no, it's, it's so good. Fantastic. It's really well, good. It's been that long? It's been over 20 years? Yes, since then we have sent more songs in uh, an imaginary language than in, I'm going to say, than in an official language that we speak in the country, but I think we may have sent more in French. We've done a couple French, but not uh, that many. Bonsoir in 2005. Damn, where's our national pride? We don't have any. That's not a thing Belgians have. Well, I am very curious to hear... Dutch? What is, what is it? What's the song? Is it Ogene again? <laughs> I miss them! I miss Ogene! I was thinking about it this week. I'm like, oh, what if Ogene came back? Yeah, they've just rebranded back to Lisa, Amy, and Shelley, and they're singing their Dutch songs again. Unfortunately, it's not Ogene, no. Um, but there is... Uh, I guess it rhymes. Uh, this is... Uh, I, I have a real problem with this. I don't know how to pronounce the artist's name. And that's kind of stupid, because obviously I know what the artist's name is. It's Steen. Steen. But she has styled it as S, the letter 10. Steen. Which would still make it Steen. But this is going to an international contest. So it's Sten. So it's Sten, or it's S10, which sort of defeats the pun. Like, I think it's, I think it's clever and it's cute. But it doesn't work outside of your domestic audience. No, I think that's good. But I, I think, think that's, that's good because it's just like it's kind of incongruous where you're like, why is her name S10? And it's like, well, because it makes sense if you know. Um, so I don't I, I kind of like it. Um, I yeah. love that. So this is yeah, S10 uh, representing <laughs> the Netherlands um, with. Uh, I mean, people have also struggled with this one, but this is the first time that I'm going to say a non-English phrase uh, on the podcast and say it completely correctly. The diepte. The diepte. Okay. Huh? Ah. The depth. The depth. I think, yeah, I haven't heard a Dutch song on the podcast since we started the podcast. No, because there haven't been, there hasn't been. There any. haven't been any, so yeah. I'm very excited. You've been hearing Dutch songs on the radio more and more, though, because, like, you know, more and more contemporary young artists are actually making music in their native language, which also includes Dutch artists and some, some Belgian Flemish artists doing the same. Um, so, you know, the language is, is, uh, Having a little musical resurgence, so let's see if uh, if S10 or Steen, if she can help uh, yeah, continue that trend. This is the Netherlands in the Diepte. <laughs> 
Hmm? That weird whistling the whole time throughout that song. What was that? Uh, was that your uh, your nose? Yes, it was. It was me breathing, was <laughs> ruining that, the song. Was that distracting to you? Extremely. Oh, oh no! Like I can't help that. Um, you think 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 through it. Yeah. No. This was a very very good song, but it's it's yet another like. Oh, I don't want to break up. Yes. Relationship is bad. There is an ex- there is there is a, like <laughs> there is a like such a theme this year of because again I made a category of breakup songs that had six in them. We still have to do one, it's and that's the, and, and the one that's left here is like the one that isn't really a breakup song, but more of like a farewell song like the one we haven't done yet but besides that there are plenty of other like songs about yeah the end of a relationship or about like i I guess that's it i haven't put the songs that are about like a dying relationship in the breakup category but put the the songs about like this is over this is like this was bad this has been bad in in the breakup category so this could have been two categories one breaking up to should break up. Yes, exactly. But but like I didn't because again the language here was a very strong uh, reason uh, to put it here, uh, and yeah, that's that's our first Dutch in the contest in uh, in a decade in over a decade. It's good. It's it's another sad Dutch song. Well, yes, the arcade wasn't in Dutch, but it was from a Dutchman, and it was sad. Yes, this is certainly a song that feels like it's from the Netherlands. Definitely, like, like at Eurovision, this is sort of the style that they have uh, gone really comfortable in. Yeah, it's also kind of country. Yeah, I mean that 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 opening yeah. guitar is very like yeah, very country. I really like the it. Netherlands I really are like both that like good little, like, and oh. bad. Like you kind of go like, oh, this is country again, but then it 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 keeps like doing different shades of country. The Netherlands yeah. has like very country inspired stuff at Eurovision, but it's not all like. Boy, howdy, howdy! This isn't Estonia. This isn't everybody's got a little outlaw in them, right? In them. God, I hated that song so much. And and so did we all. This is this is nicer than that, obviously. It's quite nice. I liked the video a lot. This is a very cool music video. Don't it's ask me so to like tell cool. you what the story is, is here. She's too warm. She's too warm. She needs to cool down. She needs to cool down by crawling yeah. into the fridge, and the coolest visual of her in like a nasty pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People fall. seem people seem to really love that uh that oh, that shot of the nasty fuck yeah the nasty pool with like the the autumn leaves where it's like yeah that's not the time when you get into it's <laughs> into the water. Gorgeous, that's really it's cool, really good. Um, yeah, I love when <laughs> I love when she's so hot that she's like glowing. Um, yeah, that was so weird. I got some, I got some city lights vibes from that. Yeah, where it's just like that. Also, had a really cool music video. Yes, it's true. It had like, the, that was the like, first the thing. Ball we were, like, the ball, right? ball of light flying through the building that she was like following. Um, so it just like kind of, kind of reminded me of that. It just, um, re- it just reminded me of. There's a meme of someone like sitting in a dark room, glowing, and it's like. Me at 3 a.m. manifesting. (laughs) Now she's manifesting. She she do be kind of manifesting, though. Also, like, her getting a tattoo from her boyfriend is a really good image. Like, when she grabs his leg while he's tattooing her, I... I started glowing. Goddamn! She also she also gets that tattoo in the shot before she goes to sit in the nasty water. It's such a bad idea. <laughs> like no, don't don't do it now. Don't go sit in the water now. Um, but this might have been like you know, uh, not not exactly chronological in terms of the story. She also wears an outfit that I wear often and never feel good about wearing. Is when I wear a long dress. Mm-hmm. In the summer, because and then it just gets kind of chilly, and I wear like a jacket on top of it, and it just I just feel like it looks weird. It feels good to see that so represented. Many, like, I, this this just feels like yeah, it just feels like the kind of it, it feels very like you know filmmakery when you look at this, where you're like, oh, this is like 
like the 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 student the good student film that I'd see at film school. That's where yeah. like you've you've got good like student film. a really a, like a, a a realistic aesthetic of like what people wear, but like that is still very cool in a, in a way. Like it's it looks really cool. This is a really she, well she's produced. So cool. Yeah, like yeah, she is she is cool. She is a cool girl. Do you think she'd sit with me at lunch? Yeah, maybe. Wow. That would be weird. She's way, way younger than That's I true. am. That's true. She born in 2000, so that makes her 21 right now. That's crazy. <laughs> not even not even nearly the youngest person who's ever been at Eurovision, nor is currently at Eurovision. So... No, that's that's our crown. That's our crown. Well, no, that's not the young youngest person to have ever been at Eurovision. It's the youngest person to have ever won Eurovision. Wait, who's the youngest person to have ever performed at Eurovision? Well, I know for sure that Natalie Bach was twelve, and uh, Hot Eyes for Denmark definitely had a child on stage. So, okay, there's definitely been like actual children, children. As like you know, supplementary to an act. Yeah, when when, when they were like, oh yeah, count. we can do a little cute one with a kid, and it's like, no, 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 I don't want to see them. Honey. The children should be in bed. This is a show for adults. It's not. It. Everyone keeps telling me that Eurovision is a family show. Um, uh, I think even a family show could survive a dick slip. But yeah, like the 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 song is uh is great to me. I um. This is also my favorite song of the year. Is it? Babe, should we, like, go to couples counseling? <laughs> but again, okay? not because... Are we okay? Not because, like, I relate to what is being said here. Just because I completely see how, if anyone were to relate to it, everything is there for it. Yes, it does do its job well. There's another Dutch song on the radio right now about yes that like I don't have the personal experience to relate to that song, but that like I also get like oh what it what it's doing and how that like that yeah. message comes across. It's 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 uh the opposite of thank you for abusing me song. Like, you, you, it starts out and you think, like, oh, God, no, is this going to be a thank you for abusing me song? But it's like, no, you fucking ruined my life and I'm going to feel still, shit about I'm having still, been abused forever. Yeah, I'm still feeling bad about the things you did and I will keep feeling bad about it because you've just, you've just fucked me up. It's called Dat heb jij gedaan by Mo, uh, which is kind of hard to look up if you don't speak the language. The literal uh, translation is... You did this. You did this. <laughs> but it's just another like really like it it obviously speaks to us more because we speak the language. Um not that like English songs can't do that to me too, because they do, obviously, but it's like it's interesting to have that extra layer of like, oh my god, I speak I speak that. Um I think in terms of like catchiness, a really smart thing in composition here. To go with the oohs and the ahs. Yeah. And the da-da-das. Oh, I didn't like the da-da-das. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was also my first response to that. Was I, like, mm. I like a la-la. A da-da sounds the lazy. da I was like, mm, this, so- this sounded to me like there is a lyric here that you just didn't write. Yeah. This, sa- this part sounds like it should have a lyric. Um, I've grown used to it, but like I still think that is a valid criticism of the song uh that i'm like i think it would have been better if it had had a lyric uh in terms of the ooh ah it actually isn't ooh ah it's hoo ha which is very dutch um which like i don't know if anyone else like clued into that but i really like it because also who is how in dutch so to me, whenever she like, I'm I'm just trying to look for places where this song has slightly more lyrics than it actually has. I just wanted to have a few more lyrics because I like the ones that there are. I'm just like, give me a little more. More like, ooh ah, just, just a, a little, little bit, bit, a little bit more. <laughs> yes, hoo ha, just a little bit. Hoo ha. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's just really, really good. Uh, it's great, even. I think it's really... I, I really like it. Uh, I've really liked it for a while. This is another one that's really good when it's raining because she literally sings uh, 
Het regent alle dagen. It's, it's, it's raining, raining every, day. every day. Which is like, oh, okay. That describes, you know, a, a, a literal physical state of the world. But it's also like, yeah, when you're feeling shit as fuck, <laughs> then it's like, yeah, every day it's raining. And this is just like reinforcing my mood. Uh, just hope her punani was okay after being in that nasty pool. That's, is, yeah. that's a, that's, <laughs> no, that's a yeast infection waiting to happen. That's nasty, but like it looked really good. She's fine. That tattoo got infected as shit. That tattoo though. got infected for sure. <laughs> keep it covered. <laughs> keep it covered. Basically, it just says keep it covered. You do want to put like ice on your tattoo after you. It gets very hot, so maybe that's just maybe that's like, just what it's about. This is about like the experience of getting a tattoo and that just gets just being slightly so hot. Yeah, it's like, I'm really uncomfortable all the time. No, this is about being in the depth and just hearing some other person's name all the time. Just being being in a really, really, literally the lowest point. That's that's this. And it's like, even if I'm not there in my, in my relationship, I can absolutely relate to that. Or I have had similar, like, feelings in the past. And, like, okay, this, this works it for does me. Work. That's our first language we haven't heard at Eurovision in a while. Second language we haven't heard at Eurovision in a while is... Lithuanian. Ah, Lithuanian! Yes, our yes. second language we haven't heard at Eurovision in a while is one of, if not the oldest language in Europe. One of the oldest unchanged languages, yeah, exactly. I think, in the world, even. It's like Chinese and that. Uh, and the last time Lithuanian was spoken or sang at Eurovision was... Can you, can you guess how long it's been? Never. They've never done it. <laughs> um, well, they, I mean, they, they specifically had uh, two lines of Lithuanian in 2018 in When We're Old. The last two lines of the song were in Lithuanian, if you recall. I don't. <laughs> I don't yes. Uh, of course, before that, uh, we had heard Lithuanian at Eurovision in 2001. Jesus, that's a um, long time ago. In a rap break. Oh no! A, a two thousand and one rap break. Um, so that was so still powerful. not still not a full song in Lithuanian. Yeah. Um, in nineteen ninety nine, there was um, a song in in a language that is either considered a dialect or a variant language, so isn't technically considered Lithuanian, but is is a Lithuanian language. Okay, cool. Um, but the the. The only song listed on uh, Wikipedia as sung completely in Lithuanian, actual Lithuanian, was in 1994, when they sang a full song in Lithuanian. And that's the only time? That's the only time, and also the first time that they participated in Eurovision. That's what I thought, because I don't think that, yeah, I didn't think that Euro uh, that Lithuania had been... In the contest for a very long time. Yeah, so the, on their first appearance, they sang uh, a song in Lithuanian. My Lithuanian isn't very good, so I don't think I will try to read the title of these songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, like, unfortunate thing, though, is, like, that first, that, that first entry from Lithuania came last. So the first and only time that they've sent a song completely in Lithuanian, they came last with it. Lithuanian like doesn't sound that weird even. Well, we're I, we're about to hear what it sounds like, but but yeah, yeah you've I, heard you, it spoken. I've heard it spoken a lot because I used to work for a Lithuanian company, and my manager and boss were Lithuanian mm -hmm. and would gossip about us in front of us in Lithuanian. But you'd be able to tell. Yes, of course. I don't know. <laughs> no, they would like talk to each other and then turn to us and obviously reference what they just said to each other. But would you say that was a language that lends itself to song? Uh, I thankfully never heard them sing. Then we'll just have to find out through actual song. Because uh, representing uh, Lithuania in this year's Eurovision Song Contest is Monica Liu and her song Sentimente. Feelings! Or not, I don't, I don't speak a word of Lithuanian. <laughs> Thank you. 
sure, but I don't think I like that very much. <laughs> you didn't? I don't think so. It feels like the kind of thing I, I would and should like. Is it, does it feel confusing? It feels just confusing. Like, there, there's really good moments, like when she goes into the chorus, I'm like, oh, yes, this is good, this is catchy. And then for the rest of it, it's just weird, but I like weird songs, but I don't like this. But you can't exactly pinpoint what is no. throwing you off. Something's throwing me off. I um, think it's her vibe. Her vibe? I think she has a bad vibe, kind of. Oh, I don't I don't know if anything's wrong I, with her vibe. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think... I think the um, dance, I don't trust it. We just watched the music video, and it's a little, like, it's 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 got those, like, not quite slow-mo, but just, like, low, low blurry frame rate, like, shots, and I'm not a fan of, of that. In general, certainly, it's certainly different to seeing it like performed live. There is an extra like element to it, to be okay. sure. Um, I think there is something quite cool to it, but in the like in the way that isn't cool. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. I wouldn't use the word cringe, but in the way that I'm like, I think I don't, I don't know. It's Serge Gainsbourg way, where it's just like it's not definitely good. like. <laughs> It's definitely, like, very, like, old-school-y. You know, I can see this is perhaps the only place where I'm like, ooh, is there a little influence of voila? Oh, Where I'm like, oh, you've, you've, you've made, you've, you've grabbed, like, an old throwback style of music that we may not be super, like, intimately familiar with, but that we, like, can place within, like, you know, a, a range, a genre of music. That's why we're bringing up, like, French chansons. It feels quite French. It feels quite French, and there's obviously always a distrust of the French implicitly. Yeah, of um, course. So that, that obviously makes sense. Um, I, I quite like that chorus as well. The chorus is good. I think the chorus is really catchy. Uh, definitely got me very fast. Um... And it's been so long since, like, I first heard this that now I can't remember first hearing it. The thing about it is, like, I remember people saying, oh, I can't, like, when it was in the Lithuanian National Selection, I remember seeing people tweet and, or people saying, I can't really remember this song, but I can remember part of the chorus. Yeah. And... Then I was like, wait, which song are they talking about? And then I'd see like a video of, of this and I'd be like, yeah, I know this. This is this is super catchy. I know this song. And then I wouldn't realize that this was the song that they were talking about. Like everyone was talking about like, oh, the one that is probably going to win it in Lithuania, but I can't really remember how it goes. And then whenever I just sort of like would see this without context of like, you know, because on Twitter you see videos. You do see videos. Whenever I would just like kind of hear, hear a, a, a snippet of this, I'd be like, oh yeah, this one is catchy without realizing like, oh, this one's sentimente. And so I never really had that moment of like, oh, I can't really remember how this one goes or nothing about this grabs me except the chorus. I was like, it had already just sort of like nestled its way into my brain organically through yeah. the way that Twitter works during national finals. This one more than any other song because I didn't, I, I, I just don't really remember what that process was like. So it's now just like kind of a song where I'm like, yeah. This is just a song that exists. This is a song that I know exists. It is this way. I can't really be very critical about how it's constructed anymore. Do you like it? I do like it. Because, like, what I describe as cool also just kind of means that it, it sounds... It sounds like a song that has existed for a while. Uh, there is something yeah. about that that doesn't necessarily sound like... Oh, this this came about this year for Eurovision where I'm just like, no, this is like an old this is like an old classic that I never heard because it was from Lithuania. And now I'm like, oh, damn, okay, they have some they have some like cool stuff. But there is something I don't know. I don't know. I You're can't... allowed to like yes, it. Yes, I know I do like it. I'm not saying like, oh, I don't like it. I'm just saying I actually don't really know how to describe how I feel about this. Um and that's weird because I've had so long to really form an opinion about it. But now that I'm talking about it out loud is when I'm realizing like, huh, I don't know. That's okay. Would it surprise you that this is the only Eurovision song this year that I have seen uh, an Our Flag Means Death AMV to? Holy 
Shit, what are you talking about? What? Really? Yeah. Like, in the wild, or... Someone sent it to me on Twitter. After our episode about AMVs. Did they make it? Uh, no, they, they linked, they they linked someone it. who had tweeted it, who had made it on Twitter. Okay, um... Show it to me right now. <laughs> maybe this will. Maybe this will. Uh... Show it to me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I have. I have found it. <laughs> I. I. I love it. Not the song. I'm. I'm still. Eh. I really like. Um, I'm not sure if it's like marimba or xylophone or whatever, but the little tingly tingly ting, that like it it it's very it's it's very ASMR to me. That is. There yeah, are that some is. like little instrument things here that are very like ooh I'm I'm being like tickled on our on all sides and like she does perform it that way with the like looking left and right and who's the, there and the it's very me. and the very like snake like movements and there is something that I hope is captivating about this like I hope something about this will click. Um, with you and with people, because I do like it. Um, and I do really like her, and she's having a really great time being, like, at Eurovision, and it's just like... Oh, is she having a good time? Then I like it. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's what's that's most, important most important to, thing, to me, course. is yeah, that yeah, everyone yeah. has a good time at Eurovision, mm-hmm. so I'm glad, I'm very glad to hear uh, And she's very happy to, like, you know, be singing in Lithuania, and was very much like, hey guys, let's just... Let's just give it a shot and see. I like I like our language. Let me just just let me go and sing in Lithuania and let's see about it. Let me do it. Yeah, and then she did, and it's like okay, this it's pretty cool. Like it does, it is a cool language that you don't hear a lot, and that also makes this like a little mystical and interesting. But in that like not not quite disco, but it has like that that spinning disco ball vibe where it's just yeah. like it it's got. A lot of interesting layeredness that I do find like appealing without one hundred percent understanding why, which I think is like the mystery of it makes it very captivating. Maybe I just have to listen to it a couple more times and then I'll I'll suddenly be obsessed with it. I'm not obsessed. That's happened to me before. No, but- I'm not saying you are. I'm saying I probably will be. But I, even if right now I'm like this isn't. Fully my bag. I hope this does well at the contest because I want weird things to do well. Right, that's the thing. It's like, oh, this is not an expected pop song, so that immediately makes me go like, oh, I hope. Yeah. Because because it is good in like you know the the alternative. Yeah. Brand of Eurovision songs where I'm like, no, this is like a good thing. This is like I want to hear more unique stuff, and this is good because I like listening to more than just. That's two languages that we have not heard at Eurovision in a while. Third one. Well, there's only one country left, isn't there? Is there? Well, that and the breakup. Damn, maybe France is the breakup song. Yeah, because France sings in French all the time, unless Mm -hmm. they're singing in English this year. Well, we've heard English at Eurovision all the time. Yeah, but not from France. Well, no, but the theme isn't... You haven't brought them along in a long time. We haven't had the an theme, imaginary language the in a while. The theme is we haven't heard from you in a while. Is there they doing an imaginary language? Well, we've um, the language that uh, that we're about to talk about next is one that um, has been at Eurovision before. Okay. Is not imaginary. It exists, uh, but it was uh, it was at Eurovision once in 1996. Okay. Also from this country, it is France. Okay. Was it like Basque or something? And the song is in Breton. Breton! Yes. Ooh! I haven't heard Breton a lot in my life. This also means this is the first year in all of Eurovision that there is not a word of French (gasps) at the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, you love to see it. Not a single song singing in French. I I can't guarantee that there isn't a French word in one of these songs, maybe. I think there is probably somewhere. Um, But there is no songs in French. So the year that I start doing Duolingo (laughs) to learn French, to make my French better, that year... That I was really excited, like, ooh, we're going to be in the podcast and it's going to be like a joke where I have to figure out what the lyrics of the French yes, song are. Yes, but isn't this an even better um, joke? So, so that was all for fucking out. <laughs> isn't the joke that you played on yourself a better joke? <laughs> I'm 
was really excited about showing off my fucking French skills, which aren't that good on the podcast this year. Guess I, uh, guess I won't. Well, you can't. Um, you also can't fail at this. That's good. You also can't show. Um, no, failing isn't the right word. Um, Eat shit. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say it in a diplomatic way. So eat shit. Um, no, no. This is this is a language that neither you nor I actually speak. Uh, it's also a language that like one of our performers here didn't really speak until like they started, you know, writing this song and really? uh, came into this. Um, so this is Alvin and Ahez. The okay. Ahez part uh, are are a Breton group. The Alvin part, I believe, at first learned phonetically. They won the French national selection. Uh, so this went through a national selection where obviously, like, the, ooh, Bretagne was, like, a whole talking point all, the entire time through. There was a little bit of a, like, we're not sending something in French afterwards from, you know, some some French media. Um, and then everyone went, if you cared, you should have cared before. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't start caring now. Um, so yeah, the, the French public and juries selected, uh, this song for France, Alvin and Ahez with Fulen. Um, they just released a music video that I haven't seen yet. Fun. So for our last episode here, I think that is, uh, that's a fun little treat for you and for me to discover this at the same time. So this is the music video for France. It's Alvin and Ahez and Fulen. I love these scene girls. The scene girl, yeah, there's something very, uh... Very 2000s, like, late 2000s, early 2010s about them. Yeah, that that is a really good point. I have also felt that there is something out of time about yeah. these girls. In that, to me, and this is... I, I, I don't want to say... I don't want to sound negative, but they don't... I don't know how to say it. They are... They're not bad performers, but they're not experienced performers. No, it doesn't look like it. No. Uh, and they've got, they've got about, there's three of them, and I feel like they've got about one and a half singers worth of charisma. Yeah. I don't like, like, I don't want to have that be a slight against any of them. I just think it's like, there, there's something very real about these girls just being like real girls and they're not fully doing like the breton witch act it's not like no. they completely like f seem to be that character they it it feels very much like if you go to a non-city area in europe and everyone's getting media from 10 years ago <laughs> for the first time, like American media from ten years ago, it's like, oh, we're we're still airing How I Met Your Mother every day on television, and that's what people are watching right now in twenty twenty two. It still happens. I know it still happens, but that's what it feels like. There's, like yeah, you it's go like to a rural area, and it feels like everyone is a little behind. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to make sure that we're not saying anything that's like. Horribly offensive? Horribly offensive. No. <laughs> well, I didn't grow up in the inner city. I no, but the didn't point, grow the, up my, a fashionista, but it's, it, yeah, it feels... My point is that, like, ideally, these women are, like, they're not the lead singer of Goé. You know no, what I'm saying? No, they trying, are not. That no. is what I'm trying to say here. They don't have an undeniable, like, like, magnetic charisma that makes me go, like, ooh, I have to watch these performers. They don't have, like, the presence that immediately draws my eye to them. They do have the star power in Alvan, though. Alvan is a hot boy. Yes. He's just a beautiful boy. I have to say, I do have to say, he is straight. What? Really? And I have to say that because he has also said it. Because he was, what? 
He's very flattered by the hundreds of incredibly <laughs> thirsty gay men. <laughs> but he's not interested in that way. Oh, no. Leave him alone. His, there's a period of time where I, I have to assume that his mentions were being flooded. Um, and he said, I'm very flattered, but I like women. <laughs> Um, but I get it, you know, I also think like, oh, he's, he's quite good looking, like that, the man's got good jeans. Hey, he must look, look good in jeans. He's got a good pair of overalls in one of his promo pictures, denim, denim dungarees. Very like, good. Yeah, it looks cute. He's, yeah, it's good. Um, he, he moves very energetically, um, he, yeah, he's, he's definitely like more of a focal point to me. I also... The girls are good. No, though. yes, like th that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to disparage them at all. I there think is they're also really just good. a certain an out of time charm to them, where it's yes. like these these are girls. I know them. I know these girls. Yes, it's just that like the star power is just a little like they, they feel local. Yes, they and feel that's very local. good because this is specifically like in France was drawing on the charm of like this is this is Britannia. This is like. The most part, local you can get. This is part of the country that, you know, doesn't get represented all that much. And, like, this is a language that doesn't get, like, mainstream, you know, play. And so that local aspect of it obviously helps to, like, prop this up. Um, and it worked. Um, and it's not a big problem. And it's not a problem that anyone else has really had. It's just the kind of thing that I find funny and would want to say to you. Yes. Which is why we're saying it on the podcast. Oh my god, that's a bad just voice to do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, the song, it's good. It is good, though. Yes. And I, I mentioned Go Away earlier because, like, you know, they paved the way for uh, some Music more... about going into the woods and doing <laughs> a weird dance. Music about going into the woods and, and, and dancing with the devil, uh, which is literally what it's about. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the little, uh, the little uh, crux of the song, that line when it all goes a little quiet... Uh, oh, am I gonna? Am I gonna hazard to get like try on this one? Dance la ranga la para. Wow, is that sounded exactly like it did in the song? I dance with the devil. So what? <laughs> Have you ever danced with the devil in a pale moonlight? In the darkness of the woods germinates the night. The stars appear in the restless rustle. A feminine shadow twirls in the light of a torch. Ignoring the wild beasts, I dance. I steal the fire from their gaze full of lust and turn it into a song to sing in unison. She dances with the devil. So what? I dance with the devil. So what? Heat and mud, heat, party and mud. The forest vibrates with the dancing spark. Its enchanting magic rises up to the tall trees. Ignoring the wild beasts, I dance, steal the fire from their gaze full of lust and turn it into a song to sing in unison. That's hot. Fearless in the middle of the forest clearing, the spark is dancing. Raging souls twirl and twirl around her. I love the Vivitch. Yeah. Um, I love the Vivitch. It's gotta be one of my favorite movies. Uh, I believe that the title, Fulen, that is, that is Spark, uh, or Sparks. Uh, I love Sparks! <laughs> <laughs> well, then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stand. You gotta stand. I simply in. must stand. Um, yeah, this is it's very much like, yeah, going into the woods uh, and having a good time. Love that for them. Yeah, like in the end of the movie, the Vivitch. No, spoilers for the witch. It's what you want her to do for the whole. I mean, it's movie. good for her. Good for her. Um, and it's 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 just to that where it's like these girls don't quite have the like nope. we are witches and we're going into the woods. Where it's just like maybe they're the girls in high school that are like into witchcraft yep. and like you know looking a little scene slash goth, but like their mom won't quite let them get piercings. Like that's the vibe I get from them. It's and I love it. Good. It's, it's like very it's, good. It's just a little it's it's not incredibly polished. It is polished. It's a really good song. It really sounds good really song. good, but it's not it just feels so tight. It feels Flemish, weirdly. I know yeah, it's yeah. French, but it's this this is Flemish to me. Well, yeah, but that's just like like it, more than French. It feels you know Breton, which yeah. which is just feels smaller and feels more local and feels 
you know, really good and, 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 you know, truthful as a result of that. And it's cool to get something that is obviously very French because it's from France and it's from a very specific region of France, but isn't like Eiffel Tower, ha 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 France. <laughs> it's like, it's like how you, when you think of, of the UK, you'll think of London or whatever. Like you'll think of France and you'll think of Paris. You'll think of like your capital city in each country, but it's like, no, they have... They have yeah. multiple little cultures that you don't get to see, and it's cool to see it at, at Eurovision. Um, but I just think it's it's so funny to sing a song about like dancing with the devil and just like you know just not quite not quite pulling it like pulling it off convincingly, but obviously pulling the song off. It is a good thing, though. I think we said this last year with um, with Dathi Fair with 10 years, mm. how much of a bomb it is to see women who look like fucking right. normal women. And I feel like this has been a good year for just like, normal yes. women. Yes, absolutely. Normal girls, normal women. I, I do agree. There, there's, there's been a couple, and I've, I really liked it every time. Not that I don't love seeing showy, hot women... No, but it like, feels I mean, nice you know, to, to see three normal, three normal women beautiful women. I mean, like, everyone in this contest is beautiful. All of these artists are beautiful. And the most important thing, of course, is that they're having a good time. It's just, Yeah, no, you, you, but, like, I, you know, I don't want to pull out individuals like that, necessarily. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it's nice, to be sure, like what you said. Like, it's nice to see... A variety of women. A variety of women. It's a good year for women, I feel like. It's, yeah. it's a good year for women. Oh my god, we're at the last song, aren't we? We sure are. What's the, what's the country we haven't listened to yet? I'm not gonna... You are gonna I, guess. No. Uh, have we had Austria? That was Pia Maria and, uh, and Lumix. Very good year for girls. They can be seen We had Switzerland? Now. Yes, that was Boys Do Cry. Oh, very bad year for boys. Very bad year for boys, I gotta say. Um, we've had Ireland. Mm-hmm. We had Israel? Yes, we have. That's I am. Um, Norway. We had Norway. It's good. It's like a recap. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had Belgium. Sure did. Had the Netherlands. Spain, just this episode. Italy. We had Spain, yeah. Um, we had Czech Republic. Yeah, it lights off. Country you know. We haven't been there, but, like, you know, I know some people who want us to go there. What? Okay. You keep telling me some some of your friends oh, Portugal! want us to go there. We haven't been to Portugal yet! Yeah, I have uh, two very good Portuguese friends who I have for years been telling me to come to Portugal, and then I was like, yes, I'll come to Portugal, and then there was a coronavirus. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if Eurovision is ever there again, great reason to go. Um, maybe, maybe it'll, uh, maybe, uh, Maro will take it there, because she won the Festival de Canção. Um, and if, you know, if, if Eurovision doesn't go to Portugal, I'll go watch Festival de Canção, honestly, because, like, I love it. I love the Portuguese national selection. It's just a bunch of music. I love it, music. It's just really a music competition where it, that lasts far too long. They do take a really long time. Okay, um, so I'll go get drinks with El Chandra while you go. <laughs> they, they, there are about twenty recaps, um, but hey, I'm sure they have a. I'm sure they have their reasons for it. Because you know, some some things, um, some concepts, some things are very local. Uh, you know, uh, taking a long time, running late—that's very Portuguese. Um, and another like. Mm-hmm. It's fitting that we've been doing an, an episode on like languages and and certain things that like might not be translated well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, because this song references that um, that most well known Portuguese concept that is allegedly untranslatable of saudade. Oh, what's saudade again? Um, I've heard of this. It is a sort of um, melancholy sadness. Slash longing, missing, uh, feeling. Okay. It's like a feeling that is hard to describe in any other single word than saudade. Yeah, like kizelich. Yeah, every language kind of has a word like that that 
doesn't really translate well to a different language. Exactly. We have... Kazelik. If Kazelik, which, like, the Danish have Hugo, which is the same, kind of. Kind of, yes. Hugo is more, like, cozy. Yeah. Uh, Kazelik is, is more about, like, a mood. It's where it's just, like, a party can be Kazelik because it's, like, oh, like, you got a lot of good people there and it feels very comfortable, but also not necessarily comfortable, but feels... Nice. Nice. It's like, oh, it's a good mood. Yeah. Or, like, going to drink coffee with your mother in, like, in the city. That's Kazelik. Well, every language has a word like that. And the Portuguese one is saudade. And it's so difficult to translate it that uh, she put it in the song twice. That's the song title. Saudade, saudade. Very good. Uh, Very good. So for Portugal, this is Maro and saudade, saudade. Some songs should be allowed to be more than three minutes. I think some songs have to be longer than three minutes. <laughs> like I think some songs should be uh, uh, sh- should should be forced to be longer than three minutes. Yeah, this is the, I, I I it caught me this time where I was like I've I've heard all of these songs multiple times before. Yes, that's the premise of the podcast. I mean, now you have heard all of this year's Eurovision songs at least once. Correct. At least once. And sometimes I'll listen to them and I'll get a moment of like, oh, is this one going on a little long? Yeah. Oh, I hope Mira won't say like, oh, this one's a little long. Because sometimes I'll like a song, but I'll be going through it and I'll be like, oh, this one repeats the chorus a lot. You know? Yeah. Um, And this one, I was going through it now and I realized, wait, this is the end of the song. How did it get? How was this three minutes? This song should be half an hour this long, is, and I should listen to it when I want to take a nap and feel very nice. This, and, I, yeah, this yeah. I think is the only song this year that really makes me go, wait, the three minutes? That was already three minutes? Truly, this really is, like, like so captivating to me. It's beautiful. This is one of my favorites. This is my absolute favorite. <laughs> I've said it, like, three or five times, but I think I'm I think I'm going to say that this is yeah. probably my favorite song this year. 100%. I love this um, so, so much. Every what time a I listen good to year it. for women. Because, yes. I love women. But truly, every time I hear it, I'm like, hold on. Let me, let me just completely pay attention to this. Yeah. Because it demands attention. Like it's gorgeous. The, the the like the syncopation of the clapping, the 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 five loop of the voices. Yeah. Just beautiful harmony. Um like her uh, her ho- horse voice just yeah. so And then like these other voices come in and there's like her her clapping and then there's their clapping and there's all of the women and there's some that are really feeling it when they're singing. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I feel it. Um, and I, I like that. It's like, you know, your concept, your sadata. And it's like, I'm trying to explain it, but I can't, I can't. It's the only word for it. It's, it's so right to me. It's so right. This is a beautiful song. I think, yeah, I think this may be my favorite of the year. I, Give them all another listen before you decide that, but you, yeah. are, free, you are free to choose that. Um, uh, I withhold the right to still do something stupid and, for, and you for will. my and you will top for sure. five. You make a uh, misguided choice. That I will regret instantly after recording, absolutely. But Yeah, but you, you know, you make choices based on what you've seen. I know a little bit of what's going on in the rehearsals, and then I still don't know the whole picture. Um, but then once you see the shows, a lot of songs, you know, it changes. It makes you go like, oh, this is, this is not at all what I imagined. Or, oh, they, they really fucked up the <laughs> the performance on this one, even though it was one of my favorite songs. Obviously, this performance didn't deserve to win. Or, like, I can see where it went wrong. You know, 
a lot of your favorites in the past there have been ones that I'm that I'm like there's definitely like musical quality here but it just hasn't translated into like a good performance where like Tulia for Poland is like the oh, ultimate example of like robbed you know incredible incredible like talented musicians making beautiful music um but just not putting it in the right package. Uh, and then on the other side of it, there was uh, Vincent Bueno, who did the best performance ever. It was so When good. he did Amen, and it still didn't fucking go through. Um, How did that happen? Yeah, we're immediately going to, to other songs here because, I don't know, it, there might just not be a lot to talk about because it just... Because I just love it. I think it should just be really exactly the same night of. I think they should all wear the same outfits because all of their outfits are great. Um, the main girl... Um, remember when I used to work at Uniqlo? I worked at Uniqlo for like a month and a half. And I had this... <laughs> it felt so much longer. It felt so much longer. It's truly one of the worst experiences of my life was working at Uniqlo, for sure. But I had this manager, Andrea, and she was like this tall, Dutch, ethnically ambiguous, <laughs> very ambitious and perfectionist girl who was mad at me all the time mm, mm. <laughs> for for not being a good worker so which, like, you hey guys, I'm not limits. she yelled at me a couple times and um, I feared and lusted after of her course, course. terribly <laughs> like, that was the the most I've ever been like crush me mommy. What else um, can you do? What else can you do? My biggest fear is someone like disliking me and yelling at me, but when she did it, I was really I was really into it. And I remember at the end <laughs> uh, at the end when I quit, I had to like sign the quitting documents. And I told her very genuinely, like, Andrea, I'm going to miss you. And she was like, yeah, like a fucking toothache. <laughs> and I w told her, like, no, genuinely, you have a drive and an ambition and a work ethic that I'm just never going to have. And I really admire that in you. And she, like, got a little choked up and hugged me very hard. And I still feel that hug. I mean, you said I something nice it. to her. <laughs> you broke through her tough exterior. I Yeah, I think she's not used to... She wasn't very used to people being very genuinely nice to her. So I was like, no, no, I have to say what's in my heart here. Um, anyway, I hope she's the CEO of the company now. Um, of Uniqlo? Yeah, probably she is. Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering main, main why were girl, you saying that. Main girl has big Andrea vibes. Really? But she's so nice and gentle. She's very nice and gentle, but it's just the look. She kind of looks like ah, Andrea. Okay, okay. Little more, like, obviously Portuguese. Yes. But just gorgeous and... Very, it really evokes my my lesbian <laughs> lust. I mean, yeah, I I get it, I get it. It really evokes them. Really does it. The outfit really does it for me. The braids. That's how I like to braid my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot here that is obviously. I feel, I she, I feel like there she pulls it like. off better than I do. No, I like it when you braid your hair like that. Thank you. It's nice. I like her braids. It's very good. Um. It's just so nice. Um, I really like... like P Portugal sang in English for the first time ever last year. They did Love is on My Side. Don't remind me of that shit. So, like, the song starts off in English, and I remember the first time thinking, like, I don't want... To do your Portuguese stuff. That's what I really like from you. But then it is about, you know, your Portuguese concept, and that second... Yeah. Very good. Verse goes to Portuguese. It's kind of like I'm giving up on explaining this to English-speaking yes. people, so I'm just going to do it in my own language. It's like you've said, like, okay, this is what it's about. There is nothing I can say to you that is going to explain it better than that word. So it doesn't matter what I say now. That's really good. Um, I like just the way the, the, the music uh, drops there, that the, the rhythm seems, the rhythm of the lines seems to shift, and it just really keeps your attention. Like, it is just so 
yeah. captivating for three minutes. It's, it's really, really impressive really to me like... now seeing it again because I've only heard it the last few times. And I mean, I love I love it. It sounds great. But just seeing the whole thing through, it is like, it draws you in. I really, really like the um, the looped guitar <laughs> yeah, background. Yeah. It sounds so nice. I it, it sounds so nice. I want a 12-hour version of this to put on while I'm sleeping. <laughs> just make me pass out, mommy. Yeah, what a banger to end, up, end the podcast just, on. Yeah, like, it perfectly fits in with, like, you know, the other sort of melancholy... Uh, somewhat sad, somewhat missing, longing, uh, like, resolve to something being over, like, all of the... the, It is a theme, and this fits in there, of that, like, that general Saudade feeling. Um, So this one is... This one is also one that I've listened to a lot, and it just fits in with the other ones that I've really liked, like Sweden, like... uh, the Netherlands, like Greece, Jesus all like Christ. women singing about like uh, a a very specific feeling and putting it into words, mm. and all like doing it in a really good way that like manages to touch me, which is really good for a Eurovision song to do because you know sometimes I'm cynical and I can just see a song and be like, yeah, this is trying to do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but all of those have something that like I feel and I'm like that is performable that makes all of these like good pieces to perform where I'm also like you can do this uh and 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 even if you're not feeling it in the moment you can act these songs and and put the emotion that you want into it and we've talked about that with Australia not the same where we were just worried like how much does this rely on you on like the mask literally slipping, not being able to hold your emotion. Yeah, and, like it. That's not the point. These are all really strong uh, packages. But like we'll discuss that more when we get into the whole the whole picture. But I just wanted to draw the comparison here because it 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 is interesting to me that those are the ones that really like catch me. I think brevity as well is brevity about also does this. Brevity, that like yeah, it's not just women. No, like just just really. Trying to trying to express your emotion, but also being a song about how expressing that emotion is fucking hard. That all of those also have that element of like brevity is I, I try to explain it, but I always fuck it up. This is nothing that I could say says it says it in a better way than Saudade. Yeah. We uh, all stopped being able to communicate with each other after isolation. I do think that has like something to do with why this theme is so is so present. Um, but yeah, like I, it all it all very much works for me, and it is it is a good one to end on because yeah. it is that feeling of like. Now we have to miss Eurovision. Now we will have to miss Eurovision after this. Yeah. Anyway, good job, women. Good job, women. Good job, women. Good job this year. Speaking of a good job for women, did I mention that um, Marius Bear released Boys Do Cry on International Women's Day? No, he didn't. <laughs> I, I forgot, no, I forgot that it was that, that, that's when it came out. Stupid asshole. <laughs> oh, once again, I should have maybe kept that for a recap episode. <laughs> Well, Eurovision next week. Um, so this was all of the songs, but we'll be back to uh, talk about uh, talk in, in a little more de- detail about like our observations and our uh, maybe slight predictions or maybe not. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to hear more from us, our bonus episode is always up on our Ko-fi page. There is a link to that on our Twitter. That is at Eurodivision. Or if you want to go directly to it, that is ko-fi.com slash Division. Uh, It's a little bonus episode behind a paywall that we recorded. All the proceeds of that are going to relief for Ukrainian refugees. Um, I would like to plug putting cayenne pepper on mango and putting it in the oven and having that in a salad with some halloumi. So we did that. Shit! The, The mango in the oven with the pepper? I'm like, why don't we have hot mango more? Yeah. Why do do people know about hot mango? Spicy mango. Do it. Like hot both at both as in spicy, but also like warm, warm mango. mango. I know a lot of people are anti-warm fruit, 
I don't get it. Fruit is so good when it's It's warm. really good in, like, a salad because it, it, like, but I can see it being good on, like, ice cream, maybe. <gasps> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> something worth trying. Something worth trying. Um, so that is our recommendation <laughs> our of the episode. <laughs> Try hot mango. Try hot mango. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and try following us on Twitter. I'll say that again at your division. That is where I will be tweeting uh, throughout the contest. Uh, that is usually where I tweet. Um, and if you're trying to find the episodes, just subscribe to this on your, on your podcasting app, which you probably already do. But if you happen to just find this episode in the wild, they're out there. You can find them all. Dating back to 2016. Maybe don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe don't do that. Please Clown. don't. But you you will be able to find out how wrong we were about certain songs. So wrong. Um, if you listen back to this year, I'm sure we'll be able to find out how wrong we were about some of this year's songs. Um, but that's it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.